Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to Fat Man Talking Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host Shane. Thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick intro. Uh, so look, this is an episode I recorded a few weeks back with a guy named Paul Neal. Uh, really, really nice guy. Great story. Um, dude literally turned his life around and is now doing everything he can to do good for the world. Uh, he's currently training to do the Berlin Marathon, where he's raising, raising money for Alzheimer's. Um, dude's just an all-around nice guy, great guy. Follow him on Instagram at the moment, Road to Berlin. And he is just, honestly, he was a pleasure to talk to. Now, this was recorded literally in, I'm pretty sure, like the start, the, the end of January, maybe the start of February. Um, yeah, it's a little bit late coming out. But look, hope you enjoy it. Have a good listen. And uh, as, of course, if this is your first time listening, head away back to the start. Listen from then. It's loads to catch up on, loads of great interviews, loads of episodes of me just talking shit. And I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. Paul Nealon, welcome to the show. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Healthy. <laughs> That's good. Healthy. We're up right and early now. Um, so what are you get up to for the morning? Were you, were you out? Uh, it's, it's morning. I just went out for a walk, clear my head, man. No, I like going out for a little walk, an early walk, just to start my day off. Like, that's if I'm not running, because I have a bit of a niggle in my knee. So usually I'd go out for a run in the morning, but to today I just went out for a little walk, a bit of coffee, a little walk, clear my head. <laughs> yeah, no. right. You're the same as me now. <laughs> I'm off to running for the month, unfortunately. I've I've plant fasciitis in my foot for the past like I don't know. Know, a month and a half, two months. And I've been kind of running away in it anyway. And I've yeah. just, I just have to give it a break now. It's just that swelling so much. I have a foot nice daily, twice a day. And I'm just it's like, a, no. it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare when you when you get when you're in that such a habit that when you have to dial it back, you feel like you're you feel like you're letting yourself down. I don't know whether you're you're holding yourself to higher standards than before. And what it is, but I just feel like if I did, don't run two days, oh, I'm letting myself down. It's crazy. Compared to like a couple of months ago, I, I didn't run at all. Like. It's, it's, it's mad. Like. Oh, you're better than me anyway. Jeez. I, I, I'm a sporadic runner. I kind of, I get a notion every now and then. I'll, I'll hop out for a few mornings. Now, I was in a good routine of it the past few weeks. But in saying that, you know, it's, it's something I can live without for the month. I'll be fine. I'll, I'll live. I'll go to walk. Yeah. You know? yeah. So look, uh, come here, man. I, look, we were kind of talking before we started recording anyway, and I suppose you're a guy who I came across online and I found your story really interesting and you're a guy I really wanted to have on the podcast, but I suppose the chances are a lot of the listeners aren't going to know a lot about you. Now, you have a very interesting story, so why don't you just quickly give me a little rundown about who you are and what you're doing currently, and then we can go back to everything else in the meantime yeah. later on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Well, currently I'm in the lead up to the Berlin Marathon. I'll be doing it for the Alzheimer's Society. It's now that's the English version of the Alzheimer's Society, but all my funds it got is that I collect is going straight to the research to help find a cure and to just help in the, the medical side of things and the science just to prolong people's lives that have the disease, maybe younger people that get it and just to help them out. So it's all going into the research part of it. And hopefully then down down the line I'll link in with the Irish one. But that's what I'm doing now. So I'll be doing the Berlin American for them next September. Because and why I picked that was because my grandfather was diagnosed with vascular dementia last summer, 
and to see him decline so rapidly was just like it set home like, it was like Jesus this is, this is a terrible disease man and something needs to be done whether, it, whether we ever find a cure praise God one day we might but if we don't it's just to help them and just to prolong their life and just to help them out while they're going through this disease because to see someone you love man deteriorate so quick is, is, is crazy and it's so sad and then the people I've came across Jordan, this like I'm, I'm only out there and I put myself out there a month. But the amount of people that this affects is unbelievable. Like, and the amount of people that have come across through it and that have had, had like their grandfathers that have died, their grannies that have died, or someone in their family suffering is it's unbelievable. So it's something that's close to my head, something that we really dig deep to to do to do and to help like you know what I mean, to help them in any way, shape or form and so yeah, that's, man. yeah, that's 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 what just that's the plans for the future now. Anyway, yeah, so that's what very I have. Very good. If it is, it is the type of disease that just seems to touch a lot of families. And I know, like myself, I wouldn't have anyone like a major mm. close in my immediate family. But like my grandmother's brother currently has Alzheimer's and is is in the home, and he would have like I suppose I've not seen him in in a good while now. But just from what mm. he says, it's. It's scary to see it's that scary, man. people. It's so scary. Like he was he, my granddad was like he was grandma week. He he, he liked to point once a week, like he'd be down still have an old drink. And then when I went in to see him that time, like I, within a week he deteriorated so much, it was shocking like, you know what I mean? It was shocking like, And I really kind of see home that that it's 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 something that has to be has to be we have to speak about it more as well, especially in this country. That's why I want to link in with the Irish one. A cousin of mine now, sorry that I say I've probably gone off a bit of a tangent, but a cousin of mine has set up a thing that she's gonna be doing Helen back this year for the Irish one. So we're gonna we have a group that's gonna be doing that, so we're gonna be fundraising for that as well. That's a June. So right. I'll be doing that as well. So but like cause there's a lot of places like they need the funding in this country for homes and the care of people and for the carers that are caring for people in their family that have Alzheimer's and all. It's it's definitely needs to be spoken about more and definitely any help we can do, I'll do it like you know. So Yeah, I think anyone highlighting it it's it's definitely important. I think what you're doing is very admirable, especially when it's something so close to your own heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously right now you're in a very healthy mindset you're running away you're training for this big event you have a goal yeah. look i feel like when someone's in a place like that it's very positive and it's a very hard working environment and it, it, it's good for the soul nearly that is take, take me back a little to maybe when you weren't doing so well and i know you you, you kind of were telling me that you're sometimes you're not as open to telling your story and other times yeah. you are so those days yeah, well, I'm an, I'm an open book when it comes to my story because, like, at the end of the day, that's it's what made me who I am today. It's what it's gone through them hardships and gone through them things has, has made me the man I am today. And and without that, I would not that I, I, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But I'm just saying I wouldn't be the person I am today without them. So I am an open book on 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 my past, like, and, and it's kind of important for me to speak about my past as 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 much as possible. So. Anyone that's listening to this can go like, well, Jesus, there is there is a corner to be torn. People can change their life around. You know what I mean? So it's something that I am speaking. You know, but so, uh, yeah, I'll um, I'll go. Well, I'll go back. Look, I was I was a heroin addict from the age of sixteen. I was uh, with sixteen, seventeen. I was a heroin addict. Um, I'm, I'm thirty three. I'm well. I'm thirty six now, but I I got clean three years ago. So I was a heroin addict for sixteen plus years. Like stone cold long, heroin long addict. Yeah, very long. It wasn't it wasn't a short dip in and out, dip me foot in, see and out. I was I was in and I was in this heavy light. And uh, from the age of like sixteen 
17, 18, and then I then I went into prison as a I, I, as a young man. Like I spent my twenty first birthday in in a cell in Mountjoy, which is which is fucking horrible now when I think back like that. And all my friends were out celebrating the twenty first birthday. I was in a prison cell. Do you know what I mean? Like so, yeah. it was something that. It, 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 when you look back on it, like yeah, it's terrible because they're, they're the years that we should have been building relationships for life, working relationships, uh, family relationships. They were ones that, like, they're like from 18 to 21, I feel, are the years when you're going to build relationships for the rest of your life. And and that I broke that because I was in prison, I was a heroin addict, do you know what I mean? So it was kind of it was something that I always look back on and go, that's where that's the chain that broke, and then it's very hard to get that back. But that's yeah, and then it was just it just got to a stage, man, after so long, and just knocking myself down. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, basically, and I just had to had to put a stop to it. And I obviously hit rock bottom, and I just decided, man, this is enough, enough, man. And I just I start I start changing the way. I, first, I had to start changing the way I was thinking. I had to start changing the people I was hanging around, the places I was hanging around, and that's hard, man, when you've been doing that for 16, 17 years. It's so hard to do that. But it's something that has to be done for you to change your life and something to change your life for the better. It has to has to be done. Like a lot of people might change one aspect of it, but they'll still go around and hang around certain areas or hang around certain people, and that's why they'll always fall back into their old habits. Like so, it's something that really has to be done. It's something that can't be. You can't like keep it up. Like, you can't say much more. You can't say too much about it because it has to be done. Like that change has to be done before you can even. Go on and, and make a new life for yourself, if, if that makes any sense. Like, hundred percent. So, like, really, man, you've you've come on a long journey. Um, no, one of the things that kind of scares me more than anything else, just from your own situation, mm. is you mm. seem to be gripped by addiction from such a young age. So, was it? What about that time let you fall into that? Those kind of habits or those kind of groups? Like, was it the people around you? What What actually happens? I suppose my background it it's not something close to what I've ever been around. So yeah. how, how does that act, how did that happen? And I suppose, what do you think looking back in hindsight were the things that affected that? Um, well, uh, they teach you this in, 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 if you're in recovery or you do meetings and all, they teach you like that. It's, it, it, all, it always goes back to your childhood. But for me, I, I had a great childhood, man. I had a loving family now. I was in, I was in a single mother home but, uh, and I was an only child, but I, my extended family, my uncles and all that, they were brilliant. Like, uh, there's nothing there that I could say that uh, I had a horrible childhood. I had, I had an amazing childhood. My mother got out of my way for it, up, above and beyond to do what I did to help me. Like, so I, I can't go back and say that it was something to do with that. So I, all I can really say is that maybe it was something to do with the people we were hanging around with and the areas. Because I'm from like a council state, that's when you what you call them, like that type of community, like it was everyone my age within two years older or two years younger. It was the thing to do was take heroin back then. And it's crazy. Did it, just, did it just start like that or was it kind of like, it just, I mean, I suppose... It kind of crept into the community at that stage. It, it did kind of creep in because at that stage it was more like, this is like what, early 2000, it was more of a, you know, a Dublin thing. Then all of a sudden you could see it kind of coming out into the suburbs of Dublin and the greater suburbs, and then you could see it going down into the countryside, like maybe the Cork. You've probably seen it maybe spike up a bit more and things like that. Oh, a huge issue with it at the moment in Cork. That's right. That's what I'm saying. If you went back to 2000, it probably wasn't an issue. Do you get me? Like so, kind of, kind of crept in. 
it kind of crept in and then it was like the thing to do where now if you looked at someone go looking at her, taking her you're like you're, fucking, you're an idiot like what are you doing but back then because everyone my age group was doing it it was the thing to do we did not well and and there wasn't much education around like what what like like what's going to happen well like there wasn't much education around the drugs or the, or the heroin or the methadone or whatever so we didn't know what we were really getting ourselves into a 16 year old yeah i think you know everything at 16 but you don't know anything like, do you know what i mean like so you, you, we we really thought like that. This was it. Like this is our this was the thing to do. Wow, we we peer pressure probably as well was another thing. Like not only me. Like I probably probably put peer pressure on other lads that were my age. You know what I mean? Like so. But I, I think as as teenagers, we all kind of tend to try to push the boundaries a little, and I think it yeah, just depends what the boundaries are set at. But I mean, yeah. like for you at that age, were you working away or? How do things work in terms of like even funding a habit like that? Because say for me, like at 16, yeah, sure. I was drinking cans in the field with my friends the odd weekend. Yeah. But like I was on 10 euro pocket money a week and it, it wasn't yeah. exactly affordable. You know, the few cans yeah. of Dutch gold and maybe a, a three and one from the Chinese was all I could afford and I wouldn't spend anything else. <laughs> so yeah, like no, with I, a habit like that, how do, how do you keep that up? It's, 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 it's crazy. Like when you look back, like you think like the amount of money, like when you look back, like it's, over ten a ten year period, I could have spent a hundred thousand pound on her, and like, where did I get that from? Because like, I, I obviously like when I was younger, I, I, I got locked up, and I, I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. I was robbing, like, now I wasn't doing fucking certain horrible things that certain people do, which is crazy for me to say. Like, whatever you're doing, any type of robbing is horrible. With my mind frame now, as an older person, but younger person, and certain people would look at certain crimes as okay compared to other crimes if that makes sense like if, does, I was, yeah. uh, if i was robbing a shop well that's okay but don't go and rob a house you know things like that certain things like that would be and it's mad for me even to think that anyway you're robbing is a is not is a fucking they're a fucking scumbag now when i look at it like do you know what i mean but uh, yeah but I, 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 I don't i, think... I don't do um i don't do, I, I rob from for a from me habit when i was younger that's that's how i ended up getting locked up when i was in what 19 19 20 21 and i spent my 21st birthday in prison so most, most of my 20s was i was in and out of prison for petty theft and silly things really so it's very that's how, that's how I, to answer your question that's how i funded me, me uh, right there sorry I, that's how i funded me uh, that's how i funded my uh, my drug habit in the early yeah and then and then, and then i progressed to actually selling drugs on the streets and, and things like that so Oh, because you, you've definitely, you, you've seen the whole side of it. Now, I suppose at a young yeah. age, you, you end up in prison and that's probably a scary thing when you're younger. You're probably in there with a lot of older guys. You're probably in there in an environment yeah, maybe you weren't yeah. used to. It definitely was a scary, it was a scary, it was a scary in the sense that I was so young and you were in there with people that you'd see on the front of the Sunday world, like, do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. like you were, you'd pair with someone that was literally on the front of the Sunday world, like, last week. I was like, shit, what the fuck am I to get myself into? It was kind of one of them. And because I was so young and impressionable, like, it was a bit... Yeah, it was scary, of course. Like, there's no, there's no fucking doubt about that. It was scary. But when I went in, there was a few older lads from my area that kind of took me, not under my wing, but kind of, like, showed me what to do and just keep your head down and, and don't be don't be acting stupid. You, you, you're soon enough get your head knocked off. So just keep your head down, do you. And I went, I went in, when I was in prison, I, I, I got into painting. I, uh, I got into, I, I started doing my leaving. I didn't finish it in, in there now, but I started doing my leaving cert. And I, I loved school and I loved the, going into the workshops and all. So I kind of kept myself out of the trouble when I was in there. So that was that was what I done to get, get through, like, you know. So. 
it's interesting. And I suppose in there you probably like especially because you're funding the habit before you went in. Presumably yeah. you, you would have had to detox while you're in there. So what was that like? Was that a, a tough slog or did you have access to stuff while you're in there? Well, there's, there's, there's plenty. See, if you, mo, mo, a lot of stories you'll hear is most people got introduced to heroin when they go to prison, which is, which is, which is crazy like, when you think about it. Like, but that's a lot of people have got introduced to heroin when they were in prison. So there's, there's plenty of it in there. I won't say there, I won't say there isn't yet. There's plenty of it in there if you, if okay. you, if you for it, but there is there is like detoxes and all in there that because a few times that I was in prison, I done a couple of detoxes. But why they didn't work at that time was because I was only doing the physical detox. I wasn't doing anything headwise. I wasn't fixing the reasons why I went down that road. And and do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I yeah. wasn't fixing the headspace and and like that. So I was only fixing the physicality part where I was going through a detox. But then I was still in the same mind frame as I was while I was taking stuff. I just wasn't, I, I was just clean. So it was just a matter of time before I went back to using again. Do you know what I mean? Where this time it was yeah. different. This time I put a lot of, I put a lot of steps into the, into like help myself headwise before I even thought of detoxing. Do you know what I mean? I put yeah. them steps in place first before I even started to think of detoxing. And then that's, that's what's kept me clean really because I've changed my mind, my mindset and my mind frame on a lot of things, you know? So, and what was different this time? I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, when it comes to even stuff like weight loss or fitness or any yeah. big life change, even sometimes it's depression, that it you could try the same thing 10 times, but there's the occasion where there's just a shift that it works. Yeah. And so yeah. what, what shifted for you that you wanted to make that change or what enabled it's, you to make that change? It's crazy because I've thought about this and I've thought about this so much, like what was different this time and, and like, cause I've I've hit rock bottom loads of times before. Then, like, well, obviously I thought it was rock bottom, but obviously it wasn't rock bottom for me at the time. I thought it was, but if I went back using heroin, I hadn't obviously hit rock bottom at that time. But this time, I don't know what it was, man. I just it was just again, just I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, and it was just time for a change. I was I was coming. I was what thirty three at that time. I was I had no passport. I'd never been on a plane. I had no driver's license. I hadn't worked since I was 18. I was just like, man, my life is, is, is gone and it's gone very fast and I need to put a change to this very fucking quickly. And and that's just what it was. And so I started putting the steps in place to, to do it. And I, I've never, I haven't looked back, man. I, haven't, I really haven't looked back this time. It was just something different. So obviously maybe I, I, I hit rock bottom in that sense this time without actually like something bad happening. I something maybe mentally hit, I hit rock bottom. And that's that's what changed me. That's just bang, and that's that's the way it was. And I just I haven't looked back since. Really um, haven't. Like everything is just been like like positive. Like everything. Like they always say, like ah, oh, you put positive out there and you get positive back. I never believed that because I wasn't doing nothing positive. You know what I mean? So I was never going to get anything positive back. But now putting positive things out there, it's not more positivity. It's happening in my life now. So it does work. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. you have to be in the right mind frame for it to work. Like so, yeah. And where did, say, exercise and fitness and health kind of come into that journey? So obviously, like, was, was that from the get-go part of beating? No. Or where did no, it come that, that wasn't from the get-go. So I got, I, I got clean. I'm, I'm, this Christmas just gone, it was, I'll be three years off heroin and street drugs. And uh, this Christmas just gone. So it's just over three years. But like, fitness didn't come into it till like, last April, maybe. Last April when I started running, but what 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 was the catalyst for starting doing endurance sports was Freesbury last year, and I done Freesbury. Have you heard of Freesbury? 
I, I literally, I came across this um, yesterday on, uh, was it Damien Brown, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah Damien Brown. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was posting about it for this year, but that that was the thing last year as well, was it? Yeah, he started that last. He started that last year just as something for people to step out of comfort zones and just to push themselves mentally. And and because it's not a physical challenge by any means, that it does hurt when you're in that freezing cold water when your toes are going to fall off. It does it does hurt, but it's a hundred percent a mental challenge. So we done that last year, and and it came around the time for me when I was going through a bit of a hard patch in life because me and my girlfriend had been going through a couple of things that. Uh, that, that that were tough like at the at that time. So it came around me at the perfect time for me to do that. And once I done that and I, I completed it, it just gave me a sense of like pride for the first time in years. For the first time since I can remember. Like that and I done my leaving set the year before. Like I went back to do my leaving set. But right. that really gave me a sense of pride. Like do you know what I mean? It was the first time in years I'd got I'd actually felt proud about proud of myself for completing something. And and that's what made that and that and that's one thing now that it was Freesbury when I got through that and then the few of the lads that I was doing Freesbury with they 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 were they run they do a few five k's and see and that planted the seed into my head that one day I I'll get out and have a run so I just went out and got went for a run one day and I just uh, I caught the bug man <laughs> I that's caught awesome, the running bug that is crazy. absolutely awesome so it's crazy how things happen like that like like when you look back like like things happen like that thing happened with me and my girlfriend like. That, that we were going through like for a four month period we went, we went through something terrible twice like in a four month period and then that came along then the lads that I was doing with they, they were they were runners so that planted the seed into me to run so I started running and I haven't looked back since and I love running man running is one of the things that, that really make me like feel like good about myself and prideful about myself and everything yeah it's crazy so tell me um, like what's actually involved in Freesbury like wh- what is it for, for those who like I only came across yesterday and a lot of people probably listening won't yeah, understand yeah. it. So tell me about that concept. What's that month long process like? And what's what, what, happens, what happens in Freesbury is on the 1st of February, we get into the water for a minute. So the 1st of February, one minute. The 2nd of February, two minutes. 3rd of February, three minutes, so on and so forth. And far. it builds for the whole month. So on the 28th of February, well the 29th this year over a leap year, so fuck you, be in another half, an extra half an hour. <laughs> Fucking leap year, but yeah, so the 28 to 29, we'd be in at 28, 29 minutes. So, all in all, last year we were in the water for six hours and 45 minutes, I think. So, this year it'd be we'd be in, in the water for over seven hours, freezing cold water. And it's just it's 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 a it's mental torture, but you come out of it a better man, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's the growth you get, and that is crazy. Like, to put yourself through pain, put yourself through pain and suffering, man, is one thing I've learned that. Without the use of alcohol and drugs, the stemma is where the growth ensues, man, and where you, you'll grow as a person. Because at the end of the day, life is about pain and suffering, man. If you're going through life like thinking it's a bed of roses, you're going to have an awful time in life. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, going to, you're not going to have a good fucking time getting through life. It's about building that mental block and building that mental, to be mental preparation to be prepared for anything. And that's what Freezebury gave me that, like, just hammer on through, man. Get through this another minute. It's another 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 five minutes you'll get through it. And that's just like life in general, man. If something bad happens, you'll get through it. Another day, just one day at a time, another day, another day, another day, and then come into it, then you'll get through it. It's the exact same thing. It's the same with endurance sports as well. It's like you hit a brick wall, you're like, nah, keep pushing on, man. Keep pushing on. You'll get through it. That's why I love endurance sports, and that's where like that's where a lot of people, ex-addicts and alcoholics, I think, have a connection with long distance running. It's, it's the amount of people when you look into it that actually have a connection with long distance running that were ex addicts or alcoholics 
is crazy because I think sure, it's man. that type it's that type of it's it's endurance and your cause you're enjoy it's like you're you're putting your addictive personality that for years you use drugs with, you're putting that into something that you'll grow at the end of it and you're not gonna be feel guilty or feel any type of like sadness or anger because you're used and you're throwing your life away. You're gonna feel prideful and you're gonna feel like you've done something worthwhile at the end of that hundred mile race. Even though you could be fucking half dead on the fucking ground, but you'll grow from it. Do you know what I mean? Like and that's yeah. that's the connection I think that that you get from it so yeah that's crazy and say so look i suppose i came across you in the past few weeks you were doing 200 kilometers in a two-week space how did that go and i suppose what what prompted that that well, what prompted that was because because i'm, I'm doing the, the barely american in september and I, the, the fundraising page had to get started up and all early so i, di- I didn't i didn't want to kind of be sitting on my ass just asking people for money do you know what i mean I, I felt i felt like better in myself actually doing something so that's why every month I'm going to be doing a challenge just to let people know that I'm out here working hard for the money I'm not just even though like, I'm training for a marathon it's, it's no yeah. fucking easy like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that like oh, that's, that's a bit piece of history but that's not down that, that won't be till near September so I didn't want to be kind of asking people for money while I'm just sitting around waiting for the training to happen near September so I just felt like now nah, I'm going to do a, a monthly challenge every month just to show people that I'm out here working for that money man I'm not out here just sitting on my ass wait, asking them for money so that's why that's why I picked that two and two challenge 200k in two weeks which it would have added up to 10 half marathons but I've done 9 half marathons in 13 days I completed it in 13 days I've done Jeez. 210 210k within 13 days and I'd only ever I'd only ever ran that distance once before in my life so how did you like how did you feel for that kind of I suppose feat as in it, it's something that especially if you haven't pushed your body to that place before surely like did was it just sheer power of will that you just said I'm getting out and I'm running I'm that's, doing this or was there planning is, involved that was no that was no plan saying like that's one thing that I I, I really work on this year is me planning to like these types of things because it's now getting into longer distances it's definitely not sustainable that I can just wing it I can wing the 5k's when I was doing them I could wing the 10k's and I, I, I even wing the half marathon my first half marathon and I done it in an hour 44 but I can't I, I definitely can't wing it if I'm, I'm looking at marathons and I'm looking at ultra marathons and down the line and Norma you can't you just can't wing them things like it's just it's impossible like do you know what I mean like yeah. so the Planning wise is something that I definitely have to like put my finger down on and put my foot down on and start getting a proper. Like I've literally only got got a physio there two weeks ago, so I'm starting to get a relationship with a physio and just things like that. Like, but yeah, I, just, I did. I didn't. I didn't train. I didn't train for. It, I didn't plan for. It, I just went out and done it. Share willpower, as you said, man. If you find your, if you find your lane, that will will never go dry. Once you find our lane, you know what I mean. Like once that willpower will never go dry. Once you find your lane, and I think I found my lane and running and 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 getting through it and, and yeah yeah so i didn't train for it. i just i just went out and done it and i smashed it <laughs> class man yeah no no sir I, I was watching it daily and i was just seeing the update and i was just delighted every time you ticked off a few kilometers so I yeah. suppose when, when you're sitting there and you're watching someone like because in a way you were almost i don't know what's the way to put it you weren't doing it for any specific reason other than the fact that you wanted to kickstart your your funding yeah. for, for your charity raising yeah. i suppose yeah. but like from my perspective just seeing you like there was no no officials involved there was no one holding you accountable nah. it was just you that's posting it. on your instagram saying look i'm i run 200k that's in the next two weeks that's it watch me yeah, do it. you know that's that's the thing about me man I, I don't need anyone to hold me accountable for anything i hold myself accountable for for me every day 
and I have to hold myself accountable because at the end of the day, this is life or death for me, man. And that might seem a bit extreme, but this is life or death for me, man. I can't, I cannot let this slip because if I let this slip in any way, shape, or form, and I start falling back and slipping back into my old life, that's it for me, man. That's I lose everything. I lose my girlfriend. I lose. I lose I lose everything I've worked for in the past three years. Like my family, I've got my relationships back with my family. I've got my relationships back, back with old friends that I, I lost through my heroin addiction, and and there's just, just too much to lose. So I, I don't I don't need anyone to hold me accountable, man. I hold myself accountable, and that's just that's just it. Like, you know what I mean? I have to hold myself accountable like, for for the, for this life, this new life I'm building, and this new life I'm building from for my future kids and me, me future life with my girlfriend and things like that like this is, it starts today and, 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 and this is how you look forward from today and that's it so I don't need anyone with the banners and that's not saying like that's great when you have families and all there and they're, they're, they're helping people people need that that's, that's, that's amazing like that you have that support but I just I don't need that I, don't, I just don't need that I just because I know I have to hold myself accountable you know you seem like a guy to me that's really like you're a fighter, like you're you're fighting for yourself, you're working for yourself, and you're yeah. you're doing a lot just for you and just I suppose you you seem like you're in a phase of your life where you're building, you're building to something better, something yeah. more positive. And I suppose one of the things that really stands out to me, just not even knowing you a long time, and I mean this is our first actual chat, and I, I feel like yeah. it just for me it just feels like I'm talking to a buddy, and I think that's amazing. It just shows you're a real like genuine yeah. guy, but like you seem in a really healthy, positive place. So in nah. terms of your, I know you're exercising like mad and I know the running is a big part of it, but how are you actually feeling that? I mean, like, are you, are you in a healthy lifestyle as well? Like for yourself, like is nutrition an important thing? How nutrition, that- nutrition, it's another, it's another one that I'm, I'm learning as I go along where like I need to, like, that's another thing with, with the planning and all now, but I, I, I don't, I don't eat. Horribly, I do. I do eat like good, like so. It's not that, like, uh, it's not much that has to be changed. Just a few little things that maybe could be changed, like that. That'll help me along the way. But definitely, like self talk is is a big thing. Like self talk and mindset to me is is the main thing. To be fair, it's not. It's not the like if I haven't got that good self talk and that good mindset and that mindset that I'll get out and smash every day, man. I'll. That's where I. That's where I. That's where, that's. That I feel like the physicality part won't come unless I have that. Do you know what I mean? Unless I have that good self talk and look in the mirror and say, "Get out there today and do what you're fucking supposed to do, man." Do you know what I mean? Get out there yeah. and kill this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if I don't have that mindset, or if I have that mindset where oh, I don't know whether I'll do this half marathon today, or I don't know whether I'll be able to do this marathon next month, I, I won't do it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just like that's just me every day. I, I talk to myself. I, talk positively to myself it's probably a bit weird to some people but if you a lot of people would understand that you know what I mean like and, and I've learned a lot from the likes of listening to a lot of lads podcasts and especially Shane Finn Shane Finn's a, a, a good person that talks about that a lot self-talk and things like that and just being positive in your own head like you know what I mean because at the end like, you're not positive in your own head you're not going to project positivity out, outwards to anyone do you know what I mean so people will, will know you're taking the piss like do you know what I mean like, so yeah I that's think- one thing I, I think with guys it. like guys like Shane though, it's just like self talk is a massive part of it. I mean, oh, it's Jim, a massive part. when he did the journey in America, and I remember talking to him about it, and one of the phrases he said, he said to me that he said to himself over and over again was, "If I keep running, America's going to run out of land," and like yeah, that yeah, yeah. is just immense. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's the mantra. It's like it's like, it's like when you hit a brick wall when you're running, like you always have to have a mantra. And like I love Arnold Schwarzenegger's mantra. Uh, 
the wolf on top of the hill is, ne is never as hungry as the wolf climbing the hill. And I, and I always say that when I hit a brick wall, I always say, I'm the wolf climbing that fucking hill, man. Climb the hill, man. Climb it. When I hit that brick wall, if I'm down, if I'm 13k into a half marathon, I'll be like, and my knee starts hurting me, or my head starts going, oh, jeez, you want to stop for a minute? I'd be like, nah, man, you're that fucking wolf climb that hill, and climb the fucking hill. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, it's, it's mantras, man. It's the same thing with Shane when he was like, it's going to run out of land, just keep running, run out of land. It's a mantra in your head, man, that, 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 that makes you get through these things, it makes you get through these brick walls, man. Yeah. It, it is a funny one with running, though. I, I think it actually is 10 times more in your head than it is in, like, your fitness yeah, or anything else. Because, like, yeah. like I, I run say i run i'm i'm quite a heavy guy i'm quite tall and like obviously it's, it's a lot of pressure on my legs and in terms of running like yeah i'll feel the pain of it but like yeah. what it actually comes down to is my mindset on day is how far i can go like i do yeah. that there's um there's a guy i know in cork it, I, I know you follow him yourself it's connor o'keefe and he does i think uh, well, I'm good friend. Yeah, yeah, i have a good rapport with connor i do yeah we done five 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 in dublin there do you, oh, so you, you did your first one yeah so i suppose i i, I started running because of that and it's a really sorry, good event. Yeah. It was, it was good because I've I, I, been doing that. I've done that since the first one he done in August. And I've been, been doing them on my own, like, uh, in, in Wicklow. Like, and I'd send yeah. them, I'd, send, I'd, I'd post my story and post it up. And when he was coming to Dublin, like, he, I, I, I messaged him, then, thank God, man, I can do one with you. I can run with you, man. I love Connor, man. Connor, he, he's, he's just, and that's another person I came across through Frisbury. So this it's crazy how these connections like how these connections happen. Like I came across him through Frisbury with uh, L Stock. He shared one of his stories, and Connor's like, Connor's so captivating when he's talking. He just captivates you like the way he speaks. Like and I was just, I just I just I just connected with him. I was like, nah, I like this fella. Start following him, and the man is just so positive about life. And and he's another one sobriety. He's he's been sober now a year, so he's another one of them that that that's like he he. he he pushes that sobriety life and, and that drink doesn't add on to his life it takes away, which which is the same as me with drinking drugs as well. So like I connected with him and I, I love Connor, yeah man, he's he's amazing. And what he's doing next what he's doing this year is crazy. Totally awesome, man. And I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be helping him along either with the Dublin one or the Wicklow one. I'll I'll run a bit with him. So yeah. So yeah, Connor's a big I love Connor. Yeah, 100%, man. I, I remember I, I heard him on a podcast and I was in kind of a, a bad place in, in my own life fitness-wise. And I heard him on a podcast and I was saying, God, this, this guy's fairly fairly class. So I said, look, I'm going to follow this guy. And when he was doing the TFS runs, I said, you know what? Me For me to run 1K seemed impossible at that time. And I just said, look, I'm going to show up at five in the morning, bunch of strangers, and I'm just going to walk it. I'm going to give it a bash. And on the day I managed to run the 5k, which is a huge achievement for me. And it, it kind of, I suppose it, it breathed a lot of life into me in terms of what it meant. But the difference in that day was my mindset was I'm going to run 5k. And it was, it was very much in my head was the reason I could do it. It was nothing down to the fitness. Yeah. It, take it on a month later and it was nothing to do with TFS, but I, I decided I went out and I said, look, I'm going to run, I'm going to run 5k again. And I didn't make it a kilometer and a half. And my brain, what happened that week was my, my brain was fried, work was yeah. hell, everything just seemed really, really bad. And the truth is, when I went out for that run, I was running the same way I ran the month before. I was probably, already. Yeah. I, I was sick, like literally, I, I was even, I was six kg lighter at the time. I was feeling fantastic yeah. health wise, but my head just wasn't in it that day. And it, it's funny how it works that way. It just seems like for me, it's, it's completely in my head what I'll achieve. And I think it's down to, putting the building blocks there to tell yourself you can do it and have yeah. the mantras in your head that are going to 
dig you out when you really don't want to do it anymore. 100%. But that's amazing that you went and done that, at, like, that, that 5K. Like, like, and I think it's the community when, like, even the 5K we done on Saturday with them, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like 5K. It's kind of a yeah. chat. It's real casual. And I, I've met some great people through that. And I'll plug his, like, literally anytime there's one there, I'll post about it. I'll talk about it. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's a, that's the same now with me. I'd be, I'd be the same. I, because he, he helps, he helps me out. And yeah, I, anytime I'd message him, uh, he'd message, and he knows my story as well. He's like, he's one of the like. This is the first time like I've actually like spoke openly about my story. Like the other first person, like, and me and Connor had been talking about that when he, when he gets it. Like he knows my story as well. Like about, about like my past and stuff. And and uh, so, but this is the first time I've actually talked about it openly on a podcast around like so. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So we have a good rapport going, man. Connor, like, and yeah, he's he's top, he's a top top man. Anytime we message him, he gets straight back to me. And so I mean, he's not he's not one of these to let things go to his head. And just the message he has is amazing. Just the positivity and connecting with people and just being humble and it's just it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, I think in just in that world, I think like especially since I've I've gotten very into the health and fitness side of things, especially following other people's journeys. And I suppose yeah. while I'm trying to tackle my own, but like one of the main things you'll find is when you reach out to a lot of these people who seem nearly like gods in terms of what they can achieve and what they can do yeah. is they're the nicest, most down to earth people who really want to help. And it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's amazing. And, I, and, I, and I've always said, I've said this a hundred months. Like I had Facebook there for a couple of years. I got rid of it. And the people I had on Facebook were like a lot of people like, from around the area that I know, but I found it very toxic, man. It was just always oh, people complaining about stuff and they weren't getting on and something was always wrong. And so I got rid of my Facebook, started my Instagram, and all I done was follow family. But then as the Shrewsbury came along, I started following people and I came across the most amazing people through Instagram and social and social media. But he always say social media is this, that, and the other. No, man, you are, you have the power to unfollow button, man. You can unfollow whoever you want, man. It's as simple as that. And you can follow whoever you want. And it's down to you who, who you follow. And I, I've met some amazing, amazing people through social media. And they're always helpful. They're always willing to answer questions or da 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 And so, yeah, it's, 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 as I said, it's, it's down to you who you follow. And, down to you who you won't follow in so on social media, but I've really followed people that have have like inspired me to want better for me and my family and my and my future and, and they've helped me an awful lot. And, and some of them they, that mightn't even know that they've helped me an awful lot that I could be having a bad day and I'll flick on the video and then boom, I'll get up and, and I'll I'll go out and go for it. It's, it's crazy like but as I said, it, it's you have the power of that unfollow button man and and that's it. Like, so, hey, people, when they go, oh, social media is this, that, and the other. No, social media is, is what you make it, man, to be fair. And it can be made into it's, it's such a positive tool if you want to, to make it. And, and that's what I've done. I just follow people now that are running, that either inspire me, either like, through, through running or fitness, they're either creative people. Well, they have to be funny. Some people have to be funny as well. Like the two Johnnies now, I follow them. They're a bit of practice. <laughs> Uh, like, but they have to have to be have to have a certain thing with them. Like, I, I just don't like following people that are just doing stupid things in life. Like, I've not, I've just no time for that anymore, man. I've lost too much of my life doing stupid things myself, and I've no time to look at other people doing stupid things. You know, like, so yeah. I think but, you're dead right. So, out out of curiosity, like, what kind of people do you actually draw inspiration from? I know, I know you've referenced, say, speaking with Connor, you talk about quotes from Arnold Schwarzenegger, guys like Shane Finn. I mean, who are yeah. the people who you follow that? drive you on even maybe not on social media but just 
who do you look for for inspiration in your life? Well, well, through social media now, the main people that everyone follows is Goggins. Who, who doesn't follow Goggins? Do Goggins is the man, man. They all, but like he's, he's the man. Cameron Haynes is another one that I follow. He's another runner that he runs like seven days a week. He's an animal. But they, they'd be like the big lads. And then you're speaking like Irish lads. It's like Connor, Shane, Finn. And there's a few lads from Dublin that I know that... Uh, uh, performance doc Dave Dave I think Dave Dave Clark I think his name his name's performance doc on Instagram. Then there's another lad uh, from Tallahassee from Tallahassee he does he, he's he's a mountain man to Ironman he done ten Ironmans in ten days. Jeez. So he's another one. Yeah, he's another one. He's he's doing another thing now. He does it for spoiling a bit for the Orleans. Same thing as Shane Finn does. He, he's he's doing another one next year. He's doing um, a one in ten. He's doing ten ten um, marathons swimming ten marathons. Like 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 ten consecutive days. He's doing he's doing that next year. Yeah. I think so. There's a couple, there's a couple of people, and there's another one as well. I want to shout out was Jerry Redmond. He's a he's a professional Ironman. You know, Jer, you heard of Jerry Redmond? I've not. No. He, he, he's a professional Ironman, but he's another one that inspires me because he was in prison in 2016, and he got out of prison, and he was the exact same as me. He said he wanted a better life for his family and a better life for people around him. And he changed his life. He went and done an Ironman. And he trained for an Ironman when he couldn't swim. He'd never cycled. And he went and smashed And now he's a professional Ironman. His hashtag is prison, the pro. He was on Claire Bourne show there last, during the week. But he's another one I have a nice little rapport going with as well. And yeah, it's just like, like to them people inspired me to say, man, yeah, like this can be done. And this is what I'm here for as well. Like, it's, does, does it, like I'm there for like, like doing the Berlin for Alzheimer's. But I'm there to show people from my estate that there's another way, man. Do you know what I mean? There really is another way. Like I don't go around preaching to any of these kids. I just let them see me running. I just let them see me running and let them see like how my life has changed, so they can look and go, Jesus, look at Paul. I've seen him three years ago. You wouldn't think he'd be doing half marathons and training for marathons. Like you could barely fucking walk up the road like without getting out of breath. Now, now he's out running, running marathons. I don't, I don't like preaching to the kids. I just like shown through my actions that it can be changed things can be different for them do you know what I mean because like, a lot of them be, a lot of them kids around here be like they lose hope or because there's, there's no outlook in life for them there's no one teaching them the right things to do and that they're there like they're looking up to the people that are making the fast money and, and going driving the big cars and how are they doing that from selling drugs like, do you know what I mean so that's who they look up to so I, I, I just I just like showing, showing them that there's a different way like, do you know what I mean and that, I think that's, that's, that's not a purpose we have in life is just to show kids from my area that no you don't have to follow the trend you don't have to be a sheep and follow all, all your mates be different man try something different and you might know what you, you never know what will come out of it like do you know what I mean you'll never know what will come out of it something amazing might come out of it if you just try to be different than, than following the sheep like so yeah, hopefully really I'm, epic man I, I actually love that. that that is savage so that's what I'm saying so hopefully I'm just I'm just planting seeds in a couple of kids heads around me state that see me running and go like yeah man look at him I, I, I want that even if it's only one kid that'll do it, that's that that's my job done. John man, if we can yeah. save one kid going down the road, I went down and and do something amazing with their life, man. Well then, I've done my job and I'm I'm proud of that. It's leading by example. I think I think it's a very very exactly. admirable thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly, that's it. That's the, that's it. Leading by example. <laughs> so talk to me a little bit. I know Berlin is a huge part of your aim for this year, and it's it's a huge thing you're building towards. Why did yeah. you? Why Berlin? Berlin, um, I, I actually, you know, it, it wasn't something that I was like, uh, I just grabbed this chart. Uh, it wasn't Big something time. that uh, I just came across. Because last year when I done the half marathon, I done the Clontarf half marathon, that was my first half marathon. Uh, I was looking up, I was like, right, I want to do a, a marathon 
within 12 months of me starting running. I was like, right, that was it, like that. And then I, went, then I looked, I was looking into certain things and da 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 and, and Berlin, because Berlin is one of the big six marathons, it's one of the big six, like you have like Boston, Chicago, New York, London, Tokyo and Berlin. And like my goal down the future is to do every one of them. And Berlin was the most accessible at, at this moment to get to how cheap, like price-wise and, yeah. and to get into it and da-da-da-da. So that's why I picked Berlin and I, I went into the ballot for it. Now, I didn't get picked for the ballot. But even if I had got picked for the ballot, I would have still done it for the Alzheimer's Society. So I went through a charity partner and I picked, that's why I picked the Alzheimer's Society. But I don't know, I picked it because it was the most accessible one of, of the big six to do. So Awesome, that's, man. That's, yeah, that's very, very cool. Um, now, I suppose like it's, it's not a world I'm really involved in and I, I suppose I'm not sure if it's something I'll ever delve into. But I mean, what I find with a lot of people speaking to them about endurance sports, about running, is that they always seem to want to be building towards like the next race or the bigger thing or keep pushing themselves. So, I mean, once you have a marathon done, is an Ironman or something bigger, an ultra, like what kind of stuff do you aspire to get done in the next few years? What, what's yeah, on the bucket list? Sky's the limit for me, man. Like that, like a, mar- a marathon is not, it's not the end for me. A marathon's the beginning. There's only going to be the beginning for me, man. And, and like ultra running is something. I 100% want to get into, man. And, and I'm man, down the line is 100% something I want to get into. And I love trail running. I love trail running. So, like, that's that be like that's where I kind Because, like, the, after my first 5K, the next thing I done was a, tra- a 10K trail run. So, I think that's where I cut the bug for that, man. And I, lo- I love being in the trails. I love being out in the mountains and just, just you and nature. Just that's it. Like, you're just running down trails. You could take a wrong turn and end up four miles in the wrong direction <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, I just love being out down on them trails bashing them trails man so yeah so hopefully now down the line I will I'll be doing more marathons I'll be doing more half marathons like longer distance runs like I, I'm not really into the short distance run I, I, I don't mind doing them but it's the long distance run and the endurance runs are, are where it's at for me man and yeah hopefully now in the future I'll be doing ultras and, and then Ironmans as well I'm going to train for Ironmans as well yeah definitely 100% Epic man, epic. So, um, look, just break it down for me at the moment. What's it, like? I know you're saying you seem to be really finding your stride and finding your structure, and you just took on a physio, and you're maybe taking a look, bigger look at the nutrition side of things. Yeah. So, do you have a training structure in place at the moment on a weekly basis, or how does that work? No, for you? not not. not See, I'll be fine. I'll be like, I'll be very because like, I'm a bit. Sometimes I can procrastinate with me trying with me running. Like sometimes, and I go off field. Like if I, if I get up on morning and I. I feel like I want to run, I'll, I'll go for a run, like, do you know what I mean? But some mornings I don't feel like going for a run in the morning. So I leave it till the afternoon or whatever. I don't have a certain plan. Like, some, but like that's another, that, as I said, that's like what I'm looking into, getting a physio and getting a training plan. So as, as, as I'm getting into these longer distances, that's something that just has to be put in place because I can't wing it. I just can't wing these long distances, as I said before. So like, yeah, it's something we'll be definitely looking into more, like just having a training plan and, as along with nutrition and my physio and getting a good relationship with my physio and things like that like so hopefully that hopefully that's in the future and then in the near future now as well that will be definitely like putting um, a training plan in place and things like that for because to get to that next level we have to have a training plan it's as simple as that yeah especially as as I'm said getting into ultras and all like, the training plans have to be an essential part of my going forward in, in, in endurance sports you know so yeah, it'd be definitely put hundred percent something that I have to look forward to now in the future and something like not that because like I I will like some weeks I'll get, I'll I'll have like I I'll, I'll have a goal of a certain mileage to do but like it'd be nothing set in stone do you know the type of way like 
Yeah, you know what I'm 100%. Like, uh, well, if, when I get into the longer distances and I get into hopefully the ultras and all, like, they're things that like, have to be set in stone like, from the get-go. Simple as that. And I have to have my physio right. I have to have my me, me body right, my nutrition right, all that. So that's something that I'll be working, I'll be working on this year, like now, like I'm starting to get into it now, like but it'll be something I'll be hundred percent like getting into tomorrow now in the near future. Like I feel like I feel like a few months down the line when we have you on for your second guest spot, you're gonna be ha- the most organized, ready to uh, go yeah. man. You're gonna have everything in place, I'd say. Yeah, it's all yeah, building. Yeah. That's it. It's a it's a learning it's a learning course, man. It's a learn it's all a learning course, man. Because like when I when I started this running I was just down out and waking up that morning going, Ah, it's darkness in the light down. I'll just get go out and run it. I had no plans I had done like an 80 and K trail run I just got up that morning and went and ran an 80 and K trail run without any training without any like car into it I just went and done it so like but I, I could do them I can wing them distances but I just I'll never be able to wing a fucking marathon like, you know what I mean? like yeah, I, I'll just be I'll just I'll be torturing myself even though Shane Finn done it when, <laughs> he's a different animal though do you know what I mean like <laughs> his first marathon I don't even think he's right he just went out and ran it I was like Jesus Christ man well he, he's a different animal that lad <laughs> well I, I wouldn't be able to do it anyway so yeah it's something definitely in the near future and hopefully if, 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 with a bit of luck if, if I am on again I'll, I'll have that in place, yeah, 100%. I'll have that in place. I'll have to speak more about it anyway, hopefully. 100%. No, no, man, we're, we're going to get you back on to hear more about how Berlin went and everything along like just ah, along the journey, 100%. Now, look, yeah. man, first of all, look, thank you so much for coming on. Thank for giving us a candid look into your life and just mm-hmm. a real view of, I suppose, it, it's a side of the world that not all of us get to see and it's, it's, it's something yeah. that I think we all love to see when someone beats their demons and really starts to build a life for themselves and I think you're definitely in the in the middle of that and building to something great and I think there's definitely great things for you down the line and no, look, for, for people to I suppose chances are people are going to want to hear more just about everything building towards that marathon so where can we find you where where's Paul Nealand? Well, my me Instagram is at Road to Berlin twenty twenty. That's 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 me public page for my journey towards um towards Berlin and my monthly challenges and things like that. So that's that's the main page. Anyway, I have no Facebook or any of that. So yeah. So if anyone wants to follow me, man, yeah, follow at, at Road to Berlin twenty twenty. And and here, like, thanks again, thanks for having me on, man. This is great. It was amazing when you when you asked me to do this. So because I went back and looked at your catalog, I was like. Jesus, man, like Shane Finn and all James Power, and, all, and there's me, like, you know what I mean? I was like, Jesus. So, thanks a lot for you, man, for having me on and let me speak about, about my plans and what I'm, what I'm, I'm going to be doing in the next couple of months, man. No, nah, man, sorry, I'm, I'm delighted to have the chat and thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hope, hope, hope the chat, hope, hope it came across all right and I didn't want a bit of a tangent. Hope it sounded all right. <laughs> no, no, man, it was, it was perfect. Perfect. Guys, go follow Paul. Seriously, it's, it's definitely going to be worth your while. This guy's going to do great things in the future. Paul, thanks so much.